This is the Iyer What Now podcast, in which Mary Thompson and Jerry Thompson explore Ayurvedic principles and make them easy to understand so that you can benefit from this amazing health science. We're glad you're here. Oh, in this episode, we'll get a closer look at Vata type people and their physical appearance and common physical symptoms. Hope you enjoy it. Okay. Hi, this is Mary Thompson, and I'm here with my brother, Jerry Thompson, and we are Ayur What Now? So, Jerry, how are you doing this week? What did you, what did you pick up from last weekend? Well, oh, yeah. Okay. So, last weekend, we were, of course, talking about the doshas, and uh, we were talking about in relationship to the climate and, and to how the, the weather is. And uh, we were mentioning how uh, Kapha was cold and moist, the area that's cool and uh, very uh, humid, like maybe if you're near the coast, uh, something like that, especially in like, say, Northern California or Washington, Oregon coast, something like that. And Pitta was hot and moist. So the Pitta characteristics that would be more with climate would be when it's humid, maybe in the Midwest during the summer, or it, it may be like in Hawaii or something, but it would have that uh, uh, humid and um, hot sense to it. And Vata was cold and dry, like maybe the high desert during the summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, or during the winter, I mean, because it's cold. So cold and dry. And and, and that was kind of looking at that idea of um, that, how they're different. And, and the bigger impact that it, I keep having um, a challenge with is that you use Kapha, Pitta, and Vata just to interpret everything, people's personalities, the time of the year, the time of life, the climate, and just everything is around that. And, and it's, um, it's a challenge for me to, to adapt to that and, 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 and to see it. But I, I, I guess that's the basic idea between Ayurveda, Ayurvedic, uh, uh, theory and, um, concepts is that everything is about the doshas and you take it through that lens through those glasses to see uh, how the world is and how you are and how others are and uh it just all the reality i guess comes through through those yeah. doshas yeah I, okay. I i really like the way you phrase that because it is it really does become the way that we look at the world and then that helps us to understand how do we create balance Okay. So if I live in a place that's really kapha, like the Pacific Northwest, mm-hmm. where it's got a lot of those cool, moist qualities, then I think, what can I do to balance that? And probably I'm going to bring in more pitta, more vata. So I'm going to bring in things that are hot and things that are dry, mm-hmm. and that's going to offset the cool, moist qualities there. Okay. So so I suppose an approach would be which uh, uh, dosha is most like me and then which environment am I living in? And then what am I gonna do to try to get, it, it, should it be one third, one third, one third, or it, it, does that, it, my, or is how they balance? Or, or is it supposed to be that uh, I can just see that I'm a little short on something because of how I feel? And now would a Kapha person recognize that he uh, or she doesn't have enough Vata um, to balance them out or would they already because he's a kapha person thinking, oh, this is fine because everything's kapha. And uh, I, 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 that's, I guess, what we'll learn as we go on. But no, that's, a, that's a great question. And I want to say, yes, exactly. 
because okay. it's the idea that when we're someplace that's like us, that we mm-hmm. have, like, if I'm a cold, dry person and mm-hmm. I'm living up in the high desert, I think, wow, this is great. I feel so at home here. But the longer I stay there, the colder and drier I get. And I mm-hmm. begin to get symptoms that might reflect coldness and dryness. I feel cold all the time, deeply, deeply cold. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm my, my skin's getting really dry and I'm getting chapped lips a lot and I'm not digesting my food really well. And this is the, so the next part is, then I think that's normal mm-hmm. because I think that's what happens to everybody because mm-hmm. I'm only looking at it through my lens. So the person who's kapha and they get into Seattle and they go, oh my God, I love it here. But the longer they stay there, the heavier, the denser, the more static they get. And they think that's normal because that's the direction they go. Mm-hmm. And so we want to come and I, way back when we talked about mindfulness, that right. then we bring that quality in and we say, oh, wait a minute, <laughs> something's <laughs> going on here. What can mm-hmm. I do to create balance for me? Mm-hmm. Okay. So the Vata or Pitta living in Seattle, the Vata wants to find ways to stay warm enough. The Pitta wants to find ways that they're not getting too moist, but the Kapha really is the one who's got to watch out for all the different factors because they just match them so much. Mm-hmm. Um, a thought I had was I'm hoping that people will start thinking that about this point in the podcast that they'll be going, you know, kind of echoing what you're saying. I'm not quite sure what this is, but Mm-hmm. Wait, what on the one hand you said, I'm not quite sure how I understand this. And then you said something that was absolutely perfect in your understanding of it. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. Oh, you just hold on to that. <laughs> yeah. So what we're going to do now is take a look at each of these doshas kind of individually. So maybe people can begin to recognize how much of the dosha they have in mm-hmm. their, in their makeup, because we've all got all three. Okay. I think that'll really help me with my understanding too, is to really break it down as mm-hmm. to uh, uh, the exact elements of Bata and uh, it's a, yeah. uh, and, mm-hmm. and differentiate between them. Yeah. I, I've got ideas and bits and pieces, but uh, it, it's still, um, it, it'll be great to put it all together. Yeah. I, I often use the analogy with students that I felt like I was always giving people a baggie full of jigsaw puzzle pieces mm-hmm. and I don't let them see the picture and not all the pieces fit together, yeah, <laughs> how yeah. frustrating that is. So I, I'm empathetic with mm-hmm. the, the challenge because right now there's a bunch of mixed pieces that are all, mm-hmm. you're kind of looking at this going, yeah, I got no clue what's what's happening here with this. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so hopefully today we're going to talk a little bit about Vata Dosha. And so hopefully people will start to think about maybe how they might have some Vata Dosha show up in themselves, physically, mentally, emotionally. Mm-hmm. And if not, maybe they'll start to recognize it in the people around them. Okay. Because everybody's got it, but some people just show up with a little bit more Vata than other people or a little bit more okay. Pitta or a little bit more Kapha. So today's going to be all about Vata. Today's all about Vata. We're going to see how far we get talking about Vata dosha Mm -hmm. in in sickness and in health, meaning um, how, what does it look like when it's healthy, you know, a person Mm -hmm. of Vata nature, and then what are the signs or symptoms that might show up if you had a Vata dosha imbalance? Okay. Okay. So we think of the doshas, we bring them into people. We look at um, physical qualities, like what do they look like? We might also look at physical qualities, like how does the body function? You know, Mm -hmm. a person who has more dryness, that's not really how you look, but it might be how you feel. Okay. 
And we also look at the mind, how the mind works and how the emotions work. Mm-hmm. Because the dosha is a fault, something that goes out of balance, we usually talk about these in terms of disease or in terms of symptoms. Okay. But they all have a health component as well. Like what do they like when they're just healthy? So if we think about a person with vata and we want to look at them in their healthy state, it's like this person, when they are, when they don't have any symptoms, what is that? What's their body like without the symptoms? So for example, like looking at hair, a person of vata nature, now vata has irregularity as one of its qualities. So this person might have curly hair or lots of cowlicks going all directions. Um, It might be unmanageable. So the kind of curly, kinky, unruly hair is looked at as being vata hair. And that's a person like, even if they're balanced, doesn't matter how dry their hair is or how moist it is. It's just, they have that, the flat strands that end up being curlier. Now, when that person goes out of balance, that's when you're going to start seeing frizzy, dry, or even thinning hair. Mm -hmm. And so if a person was experiencing symptoms that were their hair's real frizzy or dry or thinning, we would look at it and say, okay, there could be some vata pushing this. So the dosha causes you to become drier, lighter, because we look at those qualities of vata. So drier and lighter is mm-hmm. out of balance. Okay. Well, right. well, they're drier and lighter. And if they get too drier and lighter, they're out of balance. Right. Mm-hmm. So they, t- oh, that's a good point. So a person who has more vata tends to be some of our qualities were cold and dry and light and mobile. Okay. So this person is colder than other people. Okay. So they are cold. They okay. are so cold. They, they feel, they feel cold. Mm-hmm. So o- overall they're hot, hotter because they feel cold. Right. I, I mean, is that what you're saying? They feel cold. Interesting. I would say I would, would, if we take it down to why, which is a mm-hmm. big American question is why would they be colder? And usually it's because they don't have enough fire. First of all, they don't have enough kind of internal heat. They don't have enough fat to hold on to the heat. Mm-hmm. So they don't insulate really well. And what their metabolism, because of variability, they got that variable metabolism and metabolism drives the heat in our bodies. So this person has kind of an irregularity to the dispersion of heat throughout their body. If you have say cold hands and feet, that would be a vata dosha imbalance. The heat's not getting all the way out to the extremities. It's not circulating out through the body. So, okay. So I'm trying to get just the basic. They are cool. Yes. They're they're cool and uh, they're dry. Mm -hmm. Cool and dry. Okay. And then, um, so if they're too cold, then they're out of balance. Yes. Okay. But they're cool and dry naturally. And then if they're too cold, they're out of balance. Right. And too dry, out of balance. mm -hmm. So I think of the difference of a person who's cool and someone who's too cool. Is a person who's cool Mm -hmm. is the person who's wearing layers because they tend to run cold. They Mm -hmm. step outside and they go, oh, I better go back in and grab my jacket because they tend to be Mm -hmm. colder. The person who's too cool is the person who can't warm up. They can't hold on to heat. Mm -hmm. And so it doesn't matter if they've got layers on, they're still freezing and they got to go into a sauna or into a bath and try to warm their body up, but they can't really generate any heat. Or if they do generate any, they can't hold it. 
I often picture Vata Dosha like at a campfire and they, they stand at the front, they warm up the front of themselves and they have to turn around and warm up the back of themselves. And they warm, yeah. turn back around, warm up the front again and the back again. I do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, you get a point for Vata then. Okay. <laughs> get that. Okay. So the coldness is going to show up in um, kind of like the inability to hang on to heat. And there, so that person tends to run colder than other people. The dryness could show up in all kinds of different ways. Like I mentioned before, like cracking and chapping lips, mm -hmm. dry skin, dry eyes. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mentioned dry hair, you know, so mm -hmm. it's anything you've got that you think, ah, oh, this is dry and I have to put something on it to moisten it. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's funny because you don't think about the fact that there are other people out there who don't want to put stuff on their skin because they're too oily. You know, but for the vatids, mm -hmm. like they, they get that. If I put the conditioner on my hair, that's going to help. And if I put the lotion on my face, that's going to help. But they don't create that moisture for themselves. They don't bring that moisture to the surface for themselves. So when they're balanced, they run drier than other people. When they're out of balance, they can't get moist enough. So now the heels are cracking and the lips are bleeding and, you know, you have the eyes are dry. They're putting drops in. They just can't create enough moisture in their bodies. Mm -hmm. yeah. Another one of those qualities was light. And this is what's tricky about this is Vata Dosha is light because they don't have a lot of excess tissue. They don't tend to hold on to a lot of fat. They don't tend to build up a really a lot of musculature. Okay. So a lot of people tend to be thinner. Mm -hmm. And that's when they're balanced, you know, because a person could, if you go out of balance, maybe I'll gain weight because I'm stressed and I'm overeating or anything like that. But when they're healthy and um, in a balanced state, they're going to be lighter than other people. Mm -hmm. They have less bone density. Um, they're going to have, I couldn't say lighter complexion because that's a coloration thing, but I'm thinking of the skin tends to be thinner. They tend to be more prone to accident or and more prone to injury. I should say, not necessarily accident, but they have a weakness of the tissues. So I guess they could be prone to accidents, things like slip trips and falls because of a lack of kind of integrity in the ligaments or the, the tendons. Oh, with the lighter, I often think when one question I'll ask people is if they were to work out, do they build up some good muscle tone? And Vata Dosha, usually not. They could do the same amount of workout and they can build up strength and stuff, but then they still don't look like they've got any muscle tone until they were to flex. You could see the muscle underneath. Okay. So they don't have a lot of just natural tone to their bodies. And another thing with Vata Dosha is the mobility. So a person of Vata nature, you might be able to see them talk fast, walk fast, eat fast. Um, they change things up a lot. In the physical body, that mobility might translate into alternations in things. Like they end up with an irregular heartbeat. It goes fast, then it goes slow. It goes fast, it goes slow. Um, of course, if you do have a heartbeat that's going fast and then slow, please get that checked. Yeah. yeah <laughs> don't, right. don't, just, don't just say, I've got a vata dosha imbalance. It's all good. Um, but it could be like constipation and diarrhea that they might have struggle with both an alternate or a hot flash is a thing where I'm hot and then I'm cold. And so there's going to be those alternations. So we looked at those qualities of cold and dry and light and mobile. And that can, you can look for those qualities in the way the body presents itself in its, in its physical expression. 
And so we might see that coldness and they have a weak digestion, you know, so they might get more gas or bloating. Um, the person may have, if I look at mobility, I can think of nerve impulses. So I can get a fast, sharp nerve impulses that are kind of, uh, I might startle more easily, or I could have a tick, a twitch, a tremor kind of thing. Hmm. So when we look at vata dosha in a person, we're often looking at how the body is built. So like how, what we call physical structural, what does the body look like? And people of vata nature tend to be long and thin, like they might have uh, their face shape may have more a longer face than it is wide. So it looks kind of narrow or elongated. They might have a long neck or a long torso. Think of this, you know, everything's going to be rectangular, <laughs> not necessarily, you know, because we're human, we're not really fully rectangular. But if I was a kid drawing them, it's more like a stick figure that's going to go with the, the length. Then we look at individual characteristics they're going to have like scanty hair. They're going to have, I said, it's, it's kind of got wavy and curly and everything, but as we age, we end up having less and less hair and that's mm -hmm. going to be a sign of Vata. Um, other doshas can cause hair loss as well. Vata tends to be the hair loss with aging because if you recall, like the time of life was as we get older, we tend to have less and less, we're more Vata as we get older, but we have less and less tissue. So if you're thinking of yourself, not you, Jerry, but anybody listening mm -hmm. to this, that you might be thinking of, um, how can I identify Vata? It's if you look at a picture of yourself when you're a kid or a teen, and if you see kind of a gangly kid, like all arms and all elbows and knees and stuff, you probably have a little bit more Vata in the constitution. When we go out of balance in Vata, we tend to lose weight. The tissues tend to become more fragile, maybe more dry, lighter, can have a hard time maintaining temperature. An Ayurvedic practitioner would do a full assessment and they look at all these different factors. So for example, if I take something like the eyes, mm -hmm. Vata nature eyes tend to be small for the face. They don't, they tend to be really active. Like the person's always looking around to see what's going on. Um, they may blink a lot. These would be indicators of vata dosha. If I've gone out of balance in vata, I might add to that. My eyes are really dry. Uh, maybe I can't maintain focus with somebody. It's like if somebody tries to maintain my focus, I look away. That could be an indication of vata dosha imbalance. If I looked at like the, the lips, vata dosha tends towards thin features. So they'd have thin lips. If I go out of balance in vata, now the lips are dry, maybe they're uh, bluish, having lacking oxygen, or maybe they're chapped. So we can look at the feature and say, oh, when it's balanced, it's going to tend to be thin or small or irregular. Mm -hmm. When it's out of balance, it's gonna go to cold, dry, light. It's gonna go to the extreme of those qualities. I find the physical, structural, what the body looks like to be a hard thing to describe unless we're looking at actual pictures of people and pointing out, oh, see here, we've got mm -hmm. the length of the features. And so on a podcast, that makes it a little bit trickier <laughs> to yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to talk about what we call physical functional qualities, which is how the okay. body works. Mm -hmm. 
Now we talk about physical functional when I'm balanced, I shouldn't have any problems at all. This is like how my digestive system works or my circulatory system or my respiratory system. And if I, it doesn't matter what my dosha is, if I'm healthy, I shouldn't have any digestive problems or respiratory problems or circulatory problems. So this is where I would see what dosha is out of balance. Mm -hmm. So if I think about the systems, like with my digestive system, vata has variability. So if I have a vata dosha imbalance, I, I struggle with a variable appetite, meaning my appetite is not related to how much, how much work I've done. This is a person who might say they forgot to eat. If you have a lot of pitta or kapha in your constitution, you've never uttered those words. <laughs> you don't forget to eat. You might choose not to eat, or you might yeah. say, oh, I can't eat right now or something. But, but pitta wouldn't be busy, involved in a chore or a task or something and forget. This would be a vata person. That would, that would be the vata. Um, okay. Because the pitta will look up and go, oh, I should break for lunch, but I'm not going to do it now because I got to finish mm -hmm. this thing. But the vata is the one who says, and I've heard people say this, it's so funny. I look up and it's three in the afternoon and I realize I forgot to eat my lunch. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it's just like, how does that happen? Because okay. they put a disconnect between themselves and their relationship to their body. Hmm. You'll also hear these expressions from a vata nature more commonly than the other two, which is, oh, I didn't realize I was so hungry. You know, when mm -hmm. I start to eat, they take a little time, oh, I'm not hungry at all. And then all of a sudden they're eating and going, I just didn't even realize I was so hungry or the other, the opposite of that, which is my eyes were bigger than my stomach. You know, mm -hmm. I thought I was really hungry, but as soon as I started to eat, I wasn't. Mm -hmm. So all three of these are signs that your appetite's really variable Yeah, because your appetite should be tied to what you're doing, like how much your habits and then what you've been doing today. And so that person might just uh, not have that understanding or that um, experience of their body. Now, now I'm going to uh, stop you here for a second. Mm -hmm. You know me very well. Yes. Did you start with Vata? Because I'm a Vata person. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the messy no, hair thing deep, going yeah. on. I've got the, uh, the cold. I've got the... the <laughs> It's like, I'm so busy doing the, something. And, this uh, isn't really a podcast, it's an intervention. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not that devious. I admit it always starts with vata, and it's so confusing because it should be starting with kapha. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but well, so I know when I was going through nursing school, every time we talked about a condition, I'd say, hey, I got that. <laughs> You know, hyperthyroid. Oh yeah, I got that. And then we talk about hypothyroid. I, go, oh, I got that too. Oh you know, yeah, <laughs> must be Hashimoto's. That's right. There you <laughs> <go>. <laughs> and uh, from one to one to the next, I, I find things. Yeah. But uh, uh, but I, I see a lot of myself in this. The uh, uh, having difficulty with uh, um, feeling cold. Uh, frequently and having to warm up uh, um, with the part about the hair is often messy when I had more hair <laughs> it wouldn't be messy and uh, um, and then that the, the fact that you lose your hair and of course if people could see me they'd see I don't have much and, and um, I have weak digestion uh, um, my, I guess my lips are thin I don't really think about it but 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 a lot of those were, were really uh, uh, hitting me uh, um, of things that it's it's true to me 
that um, my uh, often I'll feel cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and so and and before mm-hmm. you know, by the end of the month, we'll be talking. Let well, I me mean, not at the end of this month. By the end of next yeah. month, for sure, we'll be talking about then. What could you do? Like yeah. what kind of foods you want to eat and things like that. So we're going to go all through Vata, then we'll go into the next one. And not, I didn't, I didn't spotlight it for you, but I'm really happy to hear that it's it's ringing, uh, ringing some bells. And then like digestion, Vata digestion, they tend to produce a lot of gas, and so they might have. Oh, geez. Again. yeah, there I am again. <laughs> <laughs> and a real variable digestion. It's like I ate uh, this food yesterday yeah. and it was fine, and today I can't digest it. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. so that's going to be a, a little bit of the variability they get with the digestive system. Yeah. Um, elimination. The vata dosha, because of the dryness, tends towards constipation. Hmm. Now, you don't have to out yourself on anything there. No, no, I, I got the, but not the constipation. <laughs> See, you're probably a combination of two. I think, no, yeah. actually, I'm thinking well, sure. back in my head of some of the other things you got going on. You might have a little bit of pitta there as well. Yeah, yeah. And, um, this person, like the vata dosha, if they don't, if they don't get too dry, if they keep the digestion kind of moist mm-hmm. and they don't get too cold, constipation's not a problem. Mm-hmm. This is going to be for the person that's, you know, I get too cold, too dry. Maybe I get my nervous system too much in arrears mm-hmm. and in a roar and an uproar. And mm-hmm. then I'm going to have more challenges with elimination. Um, sleep. Vata dosha balance should be able to sleep but they might tend to sleep lighter than other people because they're going to be more, I don't know, more triggered with the nervous system. Um, When they're out of balance, can't fall asleep, can't stay asleep, can't, um, they might, everything wakes them up. If the room's too light, the room's too noisy, even if that dripping faucet in the bathroom is going to keep a vata awake. So it's a sound that's disturbing. Um, They might also have when they, if they wake up in the middle of the night, they're anxious. They're already thinking about what's gone wrong, you know, or what was that noise? Uh, they, you can think, this is one thing I think of when I look at Vata Dosha is you go to, what's the first thought that comes to your mind when you wake up in the morning, mm. you know, and, and Vata Dosha, when it's balanced, thinks of, oh, I've got this to do and that to do, and I'm going to go and enjoy my day. And when it's out of balance, it's more about, oh, geez, I've got all this stuff that's weighing me down, or I'm nervous mm. about something or I'm anxious and I don't know why. So this could be there. And then the fourth big one is energy level and Vata's variability comes up again. This person is, they get big ideas. They want to go do something. They're enthusiastic. And then it's just energy's just gone. Mm -hmm. And so they'll go through these highs and lows all throughout the day. Um, And I think everybody does that to some extent. Vata dosha is more likely to kind of push themselves to do stuff because it's exciting to go and do stuff and then collapse in the, mm-hmm. you know, when it, when they're done with the activity. So those are the big, the big ticket things we could go all throughout the body, but it's kind of always thinking of those qualities of cold, dry light. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to, I'll hit the big, the big ticket things with a, uh, the systems, because I mentioned the respiratory system or the circulatory system. Vata dosha tends to breathe really quickly, but also possibly to breathe pretty shallowly. So if you were to watch your breath, you might say, oh my gosh, I'm not breathing really fully and deeply. Um, They run out of breath when they do stuff. They don't tend to build up a lot of stamina. And um, that's a a challenge that they have to work on is because I think a part of it comes with 
them being so hit and miss on intensity. You know, they might have high intensity, low intensity, high intensity, low intensity. So the respiratory system tends to be fast and low. Um, circulatory system tends to be fast again. Their heartbeat is faster than other people. Mm-hmm. Um, so usually like with an Ayurvedic practitioner, if you went to see one, they might check your pulse. And they're, mm-hmm. they're looking and saying, oh, if your pulse is like at rest and you're up over 80, they would say, mm-hmm. oh, you're, you've got vata dosha, that that's, mm-hmm. that's got the fast heart rate, um, right. tends to be a little bit weaker than others. Yeah, I, I, now you're losing me. I, I don't have, <laughs> I have a slow heart rate. I'm often in the 50s. And I have good you, stamina. Yeah, this yeah. brings up a really good point, though, because you have, in the last 20 years, you've been a runner, You've been a bicycle rider. You've you've been a hiker, and I think you cultivate stamina. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So so maybe maybe I overcome my botanist. Right? I think I think you might be working with it and balancing it. One of my earliest memories of you was when you were training for the bike ride you took in Europe. Oh, okay. Yeah. You'd have been about eighteen, so I would have been about ten, eleven. Yeah, yeah. It was I mean, just right after high school. Yeah. I think I have earlier memories, but that one strikes me as something that it was just, it was such a big thing to do. And I think there's a part of it about the adventure, but you had to be strong enough and you had to train for that and things. So it's like, you may have early on learned how to pacify this kind of weakness that Vata can have about physical, physical weakness. Oh, okay. Yeah. I saw it as a challenge, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, this is this is another place because when we talk about Pitta, we'll talk about how Pitta takes things on challenges and and sets mm-hmm. goals for themselves. And uh, I know about goals and and saying yes with you. So it's like <laughs> you know, it may not be these hard and fast goals, but it certainly could be. Um, yeah. Oh, I I I I have goals all the time. You, yeah. you know, I uh, yeah. There was the mountains behind my house, and I had a goal of making it to the top. Mm-hmm. And it, it's a big climb. It's about 3,000 feet in a matter of about four miles. And I, I do so far, I go so far and then realize, oh, I, I better turn around and go back. And it, it, it was probably about um, well, two months before I could make it to the top and back. And, yeah. Uh, but, so I, I, I do stuff like that all the time. Yeah. And, 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 that, kind of, and that's not really very Vata. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm not, so I'm not, I'm not all the way. I thought that yeah. uh, breathing quick and shallow and having poor stamina and having yeah. a, a, a fast heart rate. I don't have those. Yeah. So but, that's, uh, and that's so. good because mm-hmm. those are Vata imbalance is hard on the body because mm-hmm. it, you're not getting enough. You're not yeah. getting enough oomph behind it. And I think of like the, when you talk about the hike that you did where you mm-hmm. went, you did, and you trained and you got up at higher and higher that what you say, mm-hmm. 3000 feet in elevation and four yeah, months. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it, it's it's like going upstairs almost yeah. <laughs> for, for three hours. Yeah. And Vata, Vata would say, I've got this dream. I'm going to climb that mountain. That's going to be something yeah. I'm going to do. And they yeah. come back after the second day and say, I've got this dream. I'm going to make a quilt. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to watch every movie that begins with an A on Netflix. Yeah. You know, it's going to be yeah. that um, Vata loves, loves, loves to have these lofty goals. Mm-hmm but they don't do so well in follow through. Mm-hmm. And I'll talk more about Vata mentally and emotionally, but one thing I want to mention, because I think it ties in really well with what you're talking about with the setting goals and achieving goals. Vata dosha doesn't often set goals and achieve goals. They start, they're about the process, not the product. And 
when you talk to someone in Vata nature, they're not bothered by that. So if I ask a Vata nature person, how likely are they to finish something that they start? They're probably going to shrug and go, I don't know, half the time, you know, and it doesn't bother them. Whereas when I talk to a Pitta nature person, and I remember this one particular that I asked her, how likely was she to finish something she started? And she said, why would I start something if I wasn't going to finish it? Yeah. You know, but like the Vata nature person, it just is, it's about, I'm going to do this as long as I enjoy it. And then if it becomes something I'm not enjoying, then I'm okay with letting it go. So you might, again, that no, might, that makes it, sense to me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. But yeah, maybe that's yeah. true for all of us, uh, for yeah. all of us that if we, if it's really tough, we're going to let it go. And yeah. then the, the Vata is going to let it go a little bit early. They, they're going to be mm-hmm. more about, they want to have fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to see if there's other things I want to say about Vata physically before I wrap up. Some of the things I talk about lightness and I mentioned like they have less tissue if you had a condition like osteoporosis, that's a loss mm-hmm. of bone density, that'd be very Vata condition. Mm-hmm. Um, if I had a loss of musculature, if I've gotten wasting or, or something, I've become really gaunt. I always think of like Clint Eastwood is a really good example of, of Vata gauntness. You know, you can mm-hmm. see the, the bone structure underneath his facial features. So if you've got a condition that you're actually becoming leaner or you're mm-hmm. losing weight, then that would probably be driven by a Vata dosha. I don't think I have that. <laughs> no, that's not the direction most of us tend to go. It's yeah. like we, we tend to settle that out. Yeah. Um, the nervous system, Vata Dosha, mm-hmm. I mentioned this earlier, can go into ticks, twitches, tremors, things mm-hmm. like that. Um, they're hypersensitive, hyperreactive. Mm-hmm. And just like by their nature, that's that's their nature to be like that. So mm-hmm. They're going to be the one who is more alert, more aware, more cautious. If I had to think of them like an animal, it might be more like a deer or a rabbit that's kind of aware of the fact that there are dangers around them. Mm-hmm. And then if they go out of balance, now they're hyperreactive. You know, mm-hmm. there's a knock at the door, <gasps> the phone rings, <gasps> you know, what's yeah. going on? So with the vata dosha that you might see in yourself, and I, and I hope people listening are also beginning to think, oh, I've got this quality of vata or that quality of vata, because we have all three doshas in us. And some of yeah. us will more closely align with, they'll be sitting here going, oh my God, it's everything relates back to me. And most of us, as we age, as we get into our 60s, 70s and beyond, we, we cultivate a little bit more vata. The hair becomes a little bit drier. The tissues become a little bit uh, less uh, earthy, you know, it's like a little bit more flabbiness and things like that mm-hmm. that we'd see. So that's what I want to focus on today for Vata is on the physical components. Um, any questions that come up for you? I think it's been really fun that you've related it to things yeah. that you experience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess it's, it's just, uh, I don't know so much questions, but just getting the impact and, and it's so uh, comprehensive, I guess, or it's so. I, I, I'm trying to avoid the word overwhelming. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> That's a good Vata word, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I, I'm getting to get more and more uh, insight into it, and uh, and trying to, uh, um, I, like I was saying before, I see things in myself and mm-hmm. and Vata, uh, and, and then a few things that I didn't see. Yeah. So. I, uh, I, I guess that's part of me uh, balancing myself uh, in yes. a natural way. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. 
And then uh, tying in with what we were talking about before, a person might, if you did see a lot of vata in yourself, then you might think about like looking at the time of year. How is it? How do I take care of myself during the winter, winter time when it's colder and drier? Or, you know, what time of life am I in? Has there been a shift? Was I different before? And as you said, Ayurvedic people just look at everything through these lenses. And there's so many different layers and ways. So I guess it could be overwhelming. And yeah, yeah, hopefully yeah. I'll break it down in a way that at the end, you know, at the end you'll be going, oh, yes, I understand all of it. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, good deal. Okay. So I'm, I'm looking forward to getting together with you again. Uh, um, to go over it and then we'll be talking more about vata and um i guess it was mental health and uh and emotion the, the and motor emotional 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 like, yeah. well yeah okay emotional. okay which is okay. mental health as well yeah 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 okay Two together <laughs> well thank you jerry for being here again this is oh yeah uh, i love it <laughs> oh good i'm glad this is mary thompson and jerry thompson and i are what now saying we wish you good health yeah bye now Thanks for listening. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit our Patreon at patreon.com slash iyourwhatnow. You can always find us for free wherever you find your podcasts. And remember to subscribe so you'll have access to the latest episodes. We're glad you're here.